0: This is a D&D podcast. No. What's happening? Where sometimes we play D&D no, and sometimes wrong. we kill other player characters. This feels wrong.
1: This <laughs> is not happening. <laughs>
2: Hey guys, and welcome back to the Make Believe Heroes podcast, a 5th edition Dungeons & Dragons adventure. I'm your Dungeon Master, Paul, and I'm joined as usual by my four friends. Hey guys, it's Jeremy. I play Lorik,
1: And I'm Jeffrey, and I now play Lorik. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Bitterness. he servants off the wall. So bitter. And mine. And his. This is Alan Boone, and I play <laughs> Jimaliel Karth.
4: Kellen? Oh, I'm, uh... Shoot, I forgot my name. Who are you and who do you play?
1: <laughs> I'm Kellen and I play Red.
4: Hey,
2: I'm uh Red. I play Kellen, yeah. Woo. That was wow, terrible. Wow, was terrible. That was... I mean, it's almost like we haven't already done this, like, 11 times. You poor soul. For you all, it's been a week since the last episode, but for us, it's been about a month because of, you know, Christmas and such. my. Also... You know, Merry belated, super belated Christmas or what have you. Hope that you enjoyed that.
0: Merry Christmas happy happy Hanukkah, people.
2: I feel that I should mention that Jeffrey, out of pure kindness, gave to each of us a special gift, which is this custom-made dice rolling tray.
0: Oh my gosh, it is so beautiful.
2: Maybe we'll post pictures on our Twitter later so you can check them out. It, it is They're indeed beautiful.
0: beautiful. Mine has Lorik Darkbolt written on it in Elvish. Tolkien Elvish, by the way, which is mm. the only true Elvish. True Elvish. It is beautiful. True, true You're Elvish. all welcome. Thank you so much, man. Here's the thing. We have we our first episode actually launched today. I know a Ooh. little bit of time travel here. Mm. Our, not today, but this couple week. couple days ago. Our first episode's launched, mm. and we've had a huge outpouring of, yes. of shares and downloads and reviews and for you people, the ones who did the the first lock-in, you were the first people to touch this podcast, uh, thank you 100,000 times. It's amazing. I've been blown away. I've been beside myself. I, I'm almost in tears just telling you right now uh, how much it meant to me that you enjoy what we're doing.
2: We'll just lift the lid here or you know, pull back the kimono or whatever. We've been wanting to do this for a long time, and... It finally coming to fruition. There's something special about it. So thanks. We're we're really thankful that you guys have taken the time to listen to our show. We hope that you're enjoying it, and we hope that you will get in touch with us on Twitter. We've had quite a few reviews come into iTunes, some from people that we know, and some from people that we we don't know who you are. So reach out to us. We'd love to get in touch with you, talk about the show, and thank you for all your support. So why don't we do that thing where I roll this uh, this d20. Because I'm really Mm. curious how things are going to go tonight, and I need the fates to show (laughs) me. I really
0: hope it's a natural one, please. I
2: rolled a 10, so that's real middle of the road. I wonder how that's going to play out. So last time we played, some interesting things went down. For one thing, our players flew a boat through the desert. That's a thing that happened. Yeah, we did. Literally, (laughs) you know, sailing a sandstorm through the desert while fighting off hordes of small flying lizard bats and using their magics to propel themselves. At one point, servants literally punched the ground with a javelin. <laughs> oh. It was pretty awesome. <laughs> there was a lot of Wand of Wondering going on. It was real touch and go there for a while. But in the end, they, our players actually managed to make some pretty good ground. They got pretty far without hitting the ground. Of course, during this entire experience, there's the Ongoing danger of them crashing into the ground and potentially killing all of themselves and destroying the boat. But, you know, hey, whatever. It's all good. So then something weird happened. right as we were coming to the end of their sandstorm flight, Cervantes tried to use his divine abilities to help Jim out with a little blessing, a little sanctuary. And Jim had some sort Mm -hmm. of a weird reaction to it. Shortly thereafter, Jim actually gets up and using his, what's that thing called? Your decanter of endless water? He managed to basically slow the descent of the ship and create like a cushion for you guys to land on with water. There was some damage, but you guys made it. And you all were having somewhat of a heated discussion about what's going on with Jim because now there's a rift in the group. But before you could really come to the true root of the issue there and come to terms with it, Guy spotted a pack of death dogs up on the rise behind you guys, eyeing you all. They let out a howl, and our group took off running
0: uh terrifying
2: so coming over the hill in the drylands and you guys are farther south than you were when you started and so even though the terrain is familiar it's a lot more wavy here kind of goes up and down a lot more than it does farther north whereas farther north it's kind of just like sh- great stretches of flatland here it's a lot more hilly and coming over the rise of a hill are five individuals running full peel mm-hmm. as fast as they can Coming from the other side of them are the eerie sounds of the howls of death dogs. It's dawn. The sun is rising behind you guys, basically. You guys are running full speed over the hill. There's a gnome on the back of a pretty good-sized little black bear, and he seems to kind of keep a little bit ahead of everyone else. There's a human packing a pike and kind of holding it stiffly while he runs full speed. There's an elf. Who knows what he's doing? His robe's flapping in the wind. And of course there's a half elf probably trying to catch a glimpse while he's trying to jot something down in his notebook. Who can say what's going on as you all are running full speed ahead.
3: Mm. I continue
0: running. Sir so, so Vance, What are we going to do? We, we 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 could turn and fight. How many how many are, how many's coming? Just run. How many are, Just run. How many are coming?
4: Run. Do uh, you, you think we could take them killing? No, run.
2: <laughs> run.
4: W- where are Just we going to go? Can, 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 they're they're coming. They're getting closer.
2: I don't know. The howls are kind of yipping up at this point. And there, there's more than just like, it seems like there's a couple of them that are howling. The rest of them are just kind of like yipping at that howl. Have you ever been outside when there are coyotes at night? And like one of them gets started and it just oh, sounds man. like a bunch of weird, eerie sounds. That's basically what's going on behind you. And Lark, you, you take a glance backward while you're running and you, just in a quick glance, you can see at least five or six of these things behind you.
0: Servants. He's, I mean, he, he's running as hard as he can just i i, I it, you know the dm won't like it if i if i look at the monsters and see if we can take these things or not but i, I think maybe we should, I think we should fight i think we should fight i think we should fight there's there's five of them no. and there's there's four of us and a bear five that's it we can do this why are we running
2: you stop servants I'm, i immediately
1: stop okay, running Okay, you
2: turn you turn around. turn around a quick glance you can see that there are six of them running towards you from behind oh, and about that time you hear a couple more howls and coming off from the two side directions from where you're facing. There are about two more on each side coming running towards you now in sort of a half circle formation.
1: That's
3: about eight.
2: No, it's about 10. I meant two on each side, if that was unclear.
3: Do I, as a person who studies stuff, have I encountered these before and know anything about roll
2: me a nature check?
3: I want to roll you a nature check. How about that?
2: Do it. How about that? 14 total total. You're not intimately familiar with death dogs, but you know that they're not like wolves. They are evil. You understand? They're not just hungry. They're wicked creatures, and they have a particular penchant for death. Hence the name.
3: I don't like death.
2: So that's kind of what you know about them. What are what are you wondering specifically?
3: I'm wondering specifically if there was anything I knew about them in terms of whether one are we actually able to outrun them or are they going to eventually catch up to us and us be tired or two i mean basically something to figure out whether we should stand in five or run and cower
2: you know this you're not going to be able to outrun a pack of 10 of these wolf like creatures indefinitely you also know that 10 those are not good odds hey guys let's try to fly that boat again (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> hey, can anybody whip up a sandstorm guy says can we actually do that c- can we uh i'm getting tired guys my my leg is killing me i'm getting cramps servants servants uh, leave guy cut c-
0: guy i'm gonna leave what, what? no I'm, no I'm, I'm i'm totally kidding Sir, lark would not do that leave lark <laughs> no that leave. that would not happen that would not happen Laura could be like, uh, maybe, maybe, maybe we can open the boat and and climb up on the boat, and that way we could we could fight them from the from the deck.
4: I would assume that I would I would know a lot about these guys, and that they're scary, and I mean their name is Death. Well, you dogs. know they're bad. You know they're Death Dogs. So. If
2: you want to know anything else, give me a nature check.
4: All right, that's what. Yeah, I want to know. That is a nine plus. What is my nature?
2: It's a ten. You don't know a whole lot about them. Dang you know that they're bad news. It's it's one of those deals where like, hey, if you're going through the drylands, you know, you might see some stuff, but if you ever see a death dog, run.
4: Guys, we really need to figure something out, but we need to get away. Like, fighting these things is not a good option. Trust me, we need to, we need to
2: go. What about taming them? <laughs> yes guy says they have multiple heads eat look I mean
4: I've never seen a dog with two heads I think that one has a bone stuck in its tooth
2: what? listen Their tooth is a bone number one that makes no sense number two you're not you're not close enough to tell that
4: I can't tell that I was just trying <laughs> no, to make they're make not it that they're not Forgetting.
2: like nipping at your heels there's no way that you guys could be having a conversation and running you guys have a lead on them. But, Kellen, if you take a glance okay, back, good. you can tell that they are definitely closing the gap.
0: So, cool. Lork wants to roll a perception check. Lork's going to see if there's anywhere at all that's defensible. That seems smart. Or if there's yeah. any sign of, like, trees up ahead. Is there anything? Yeah, I was going to try it, to do that?
2: Well, you can both roll, if you'd like.
0: Is there any place that we can find, quote-unquote, safety? You two can both roll me one of those. I want to point out, this is my first roll with my gold D20. Mm. The, uh, the girlfriend hooked me up. Some dice this oh, Christmas. Yeah. Into your new dice tray, of course. As well. Into my new dice tray. My perception. Oh,
1: perception. Hmm. I got a nineteen.
0: Oh. I got a thirteen total. Okay. Uh, Sirvants, we need we need to find some place we can we can defend some place we can survive.
2: You spot a hill up ahead, and it, it's a little taller, and you think maybe there's something on the other side of it.
0: Oh, let's 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 go. We'll get on top of that hill and see. Maybe we can hold them off from there.
1: Yes. There's all, you always have an advantage on the hill.
2: You guys can both see that's like your best bet.
4: Run to the hill.
2: I guess I'm following. I'm, I'm going with them. I'm going to run. I'm assuming you're all just kind of running together. I mean, you know, yeah. this, this isn't the sort of situation where you can stop and kind of go, huh, what should we do? You guys are running no, as fast like, as you yeah. can. Yeah. Away yeah. from these monsters. You're not real close to it, but what it is is it's kind of a hill that comes up on a point. You guys are running full speed ahead away from whatever direction these, these death dogs are kind of... They're, it's almost like they're hurting you. They're not hurting you in that direction, but you can't run to the side. They have, they've created a sort of half circle around you from behind. But you take a slow turn to the right, heading straight up this hill, hoping that when you cross the other side of it, there's something. Because from where you're at right now, you can see literally nothing that even seems the least bit defensible. So you all are going as fast as you can running that way. The closer you get to the hill and the farther you get up it, the closer the death dogs get. They are practically breathing down your necks now. And as you're going up the hill, all four of you are you're having to dig pretty deep in your constitution or whatever, your endurance to get up these hill. In fact, I need everyone to roll me a constitution roll. And you can call it a saving throw if it gives you proficiency.
4: Am I am I rolling it or is Charlie rolling it?
2: Roll it for Charlie, yeah. Lorik got a
0: twelve on the dice, so that's a fourteen.
4: Jim got a twenty one.
2: Ooh.
3: He's fit. He's got abs, just so you know. He hasn't taken his robe off yet in this
4: adventure, but he's got abs. Dang. He's just ripped.
2: Not ripped. Did you make a? Sh- did you do a roll uh Yeah, control? on the dice I got a fifteen. So Okay, so that's he's got a plus two constitution, so that's a seventeen.
1: I got an eight total.
2: I mean it makes sense. you're very 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 fit and you're very used to this sort of exercise but for a few days now you guys have just been riding horses and flying boats and stuff like that so in the desert in the desert (laughs) yes and it is there's something i should mention as the sun is now rising behind you from the moment the sun's light has hit you guys it's getting hotter by the second and it was already hot in the drylands during the day but as far south as you guys have made it now it's very hot. Like you're, you're sweating. And Servants, with all of your armor, packing the pike and everything that you've got, coming up this hill is really working you. And you have lagged behind a few feet. Hmm. You are now very close. I, if you stumble one bit, there is going to be a dog on you.
0: I
1: hope so. I want to pet
2: him. <laughs> you're digging deep <laughs> and just pushing up this hill. Who got the highest roll, Jim, with a twenty-one? 21. I should probably roll for Guy. Uh, He did fine. So, Jim, you crest the top of the hill before everyone else, and it kind of levels out for a second, and as you come to the other edge of it, it's just a regular hill on the other side. There's no Mm. enclave, there's no structure, there's nothing like that. Uh, But there are four figures running up the other side of the hill, full peel. What? It's us. It's a mirror version of the four of you, yes. No, it's not. There are four figures running up the other side of the hill. You just get a quick moment to react as they're running toward you, with weapons in hand, full blast. One of them lets out a war cry, and they run past you. They look like four very well-armored. They're four half-orcs. What? I mean, you you can tell from a glimpse that they're not full-blooded orcs because you know orcs have a certain. You've been around half-orcs. So they they run past and. They run past Jim, Lark. I would assume you kind of glimpse back to see what's happening. You see Servant starting to stumble and fall back. When Servant stumbles, mm-hmm. Lark stops and turns around and levels his wand. And at about that time, you hear a war cry from behind you.
0: Oh, gosh.
2: And with a glimpse back, you see probably a, about a six foot five half orc with gray skin, bald on top, come running by, brandishing a great axe letting out a war cry
0: uh Loric is gonna reach down to his belt where the dagger is Mm -hmm. and not knowing where said half work is going is gonna try to run his dagger across his belly as he runs past okay roll it that's a 12 on the dice It's a 17
2: roll me the damage
0: brilliant it's 1d4 plus 3 okay that's a 4
2: so 7 wow really okay yeah. So you don't hit him in the, like in the stomach. He's not hardly close enough.
0: It's like panic knife. No kidding. Orc is in my face.
2: Just swing. Yeah, you just kind of swing it. You bring your dagger across the side of him, and it comes across his bicep, and you see it just immediately draw blood, and he doesn't even stutter. Wow. He runs full blast straight ahead toward the dogs, and behind him there are three others. There is one that comes running by very fast. You kind of get the picture from how quickly he's running that the only reason he's not ahead of the one that you just cut is because he doesn't want to be. And then there's another one. He's normal size, about six feet. And then there comes one Jim that comes running right towards you, and he kind of looks at you and gives you a grimace and almost kind of shoulders you out of the way. He's like seven feet tall. Wow. Looks like he probably weighs about 300 pounds, and he is holding the largest battle hammer you have ever seen in your entire life.
3: Whoa, excuse me. Whoa. Yeah, go on. (laughs) Go on ahead, sir. (laughs)
2: He just kinda <laughs> runs as he comes running by. I mean and you turn around just in time to see these ten death dogs come in on Servants, the Orcs, and Lorik. Kellen, where are you at?
4: I'm riding Charlie. I'm gonna assume
2: that they're going after the death dogs. You see them run right past Jim. I'm not gonna know what to do, honestly. I'm gonna reach for my bow. That's fine. But Okay. I need everyone to roll me initiative.
4: Oh
3: man. Okay. Is that the one that's plus the stuff?
2: Yes, it's plus the stuff.
4: Are you rolling for uh, Charlie or Charlie
2: operates on your initiative?
4: Oh, okay. That's what you don't.
2: He doesn't have a separate initiative. You can spend your action to let him do an attack.
4: Okay, cool.
0: Lorik got a twenty-two.
4: I
2: got an eighteen. I got an eleven.
1: And I got a six.
2: Wow. (laughs) Okay, so Lorik. You swing your dagger around and slashes at that orc, and as you do, you see three more crest the top of the hill running towards you guys, and the one that you slashed at just keeps going, letting out a cry, and running toward the dogs. You swing around, you'll see Servant's almost looking like he was going to attack the orcs, and then he just swings around toward the death dogs as these guys are running past him. But you're going to have an opportunity to act before anyone else.
0: So how close are the death dogs to Lorik? They're, they're closing no, not in. not
2: Lorik, but Sir Vance. They're closing in with, within within 30 feet of Sir Vance. They're not on top within of
0: them. Within 30 feet. And then how many, are there? Are they close together or are they spread out?
2: They're pretty spread out. I mean, they're, they're coming in sort of a half-circle formation.
0: Okay, so whichever one is the lead dog, okay, right, before anyone else hits a dog, whoever the meanest, nastiest, the fastest dog, Lorik is going to take his normal gold wand Uh from his belt, and he's going to cast Magic Missile.
2: Okay. Well, you couldn't really tell just yet which one is the meanest necessarily. They all look pretty mean. But the one is definitely closest. Yes. So, fire off. Ooh, that's a four,
0: a four, and a three. So, if you add one to all of that, five, five, and four. Fourteen damage total.
2: That's a pretty good hit. Yeah. Nice. Okay. This is going to be tough for me to keep up with. All these guys. Telling me. There's like 10 plus 4 plus us.
3: That's a lot of doggos.
2: Exactly. There's like 18 figures. Or more. Well, if you count Guy and Charlie. It's like 19 or 20. Imagine doing this with figurines. So, <laughs> you unleash a magic missile and it goes into him. He lets out a yelp and kind of stutters, but he continues forward. <clears throat> At this point, the have works that come rushing in are going to take their turn. The first one that goes is the one that you cut with the dagger. He is holding his great axe in his hands, still just yelling, kind of like a bloodthirsty war cry, you know, as he is running forward as fast as he can. He is going to bring his axe down into the, hopefully, neck of the one that you just shot, right between the two heads, if he can. Nice. And, yeah, he sure can. He rolled a 15 plus his attack bonus, so he hits him really well. Oh, yeah. He brings his axe down for, you know, he brings it down between the heads, but he doesn't like lop a head off. He just digs into the shoulder. It's a little more resilient, maybe, than he originally thought it would be. But he's got a really good grip on him now with the axe down his shoulder. Nice. And with the axe buried into the back or the shoulder of this death dog, the orc in front of you does something weird, something that you wouldn't expect. He yanks the handle of his axe forward and bites that dog on the neck. <laughs> Oh, my gosh. (laughs) It it was really weird. And the dog kind of lets out a howl like the bite hurts more than the axe did. Oh, my gosh. Are you serious? (laughs) Yeah, pretty ferocious. So while that's going on, the shorter one that kind of ran past you, Loric, he doesn't run all the way up. He kind of stops just ahead of you draws his bow, he leashes an arrow into another death dog that's kind of rushing toward where the one that was in the front uh is running. And he hits him. Wow, these guys are not missing. Nice. So at this point, the one that kind of went past earlier that was just kind of normal size, when the other one that's probably probably pretty close in height to the one with the great axe comes rushing toward another one. He's brandishing actually a shield in one hand and a sickle in the other. And he is going to come to the closest one and try and swipe at it with his sickle unfortunately he does miss he kind of whiffs but you notice that after he whiffs with his sickle he brings his shield up and kind of launches himself at one and actually manages to catch one in the face with his shield kind of bashes its nose
0: Dang, these guys are violent
2: so then the huge one right you know the one that's like a, a walking house comes lumbering past slower than the others but he actually comes up and he does put his hands on the one he puts one hand on the head of the one that is that the, the first orc is you know bit and he's going to try and bring this hammer down onto him which by the way the hammer he's wielding is is large and heavy enough that any of you except with the exception of maybe Servants, would have trouble wielding it with two hands but my abs yeah, <laughs> but my, he is swinging it like you would just a, like a 20 ounce hammer wow he rolled real wow. real well Good he dance. rolled real real well he comes up grabs the other head of the one bringing his hammer down he literally sinks his hammer into the spot between its two heads severing its spine and just crushing it it goes limp and it's Kellen's turn
4: oh my gosh
2: These guys are moving like a well-oiled killing machine. You know what I'm saying? I'm
4: just like, at this point, I'm in awe. And for a second, I'm just, oh. And then I'm like, oh, okay, okay, okay. And I'll like kind of pat myself (laughs) on the head. And I'm going to pull out my longbow. And I'm going to turn around on Charlie. I'm going to kind of pull him back and have him stop. And I am going to attack one of the death dogs that is near the muscular awesome orc.
2: Okay, but you can you can shoot at the same one that the guy with the, the with the bow shot at.
4: Okay. Aha. Uh-huh. Aha. Uh-huh. It's a seventeen. Bam. All together.
2: That is a hit. Roll me some damage. And, and that is a total for ten damage. Ooh, good hit. You sink it into Ooh. the eye of one of the two heads, and yeah. it doesn't kill it. It obviously wasn't like a brain shot. It kind of goes in the eye and comes out the other side over here. But that head is kind of going crazy and frothing and flopping around. So (laughs) Headshot. Nice. Is that the end of your turn? I was going to say, can I also move Charlie a little bit back? I'm going to have us hang back. You want to kind of hang back? That's fine. You kind of retreat a little bit. Yeah. And as you do now, the dogs are going to take their turn in initiative. So the first one that's going to go is the one that just got an arrow stuck into his head. He is going to rush toward you but the one half orc that shot him the first time steps up in one motion kind of putting his his bow back onto his shoulder he draws a short sword to protect himself as this guy comes at him and tries to bite him and he misses wow so he kind of parries with a sword then the one that's over there with the guy with the sickle the one that got shield bashed in the face is going to nip at him try and bite him he also misses well this isn't going well so far nice so these other ones at this point only two more of them are within range to get there in this turn the other five are still closing in from the sides but they're a good 40 feet away from you or more actually if if they were going to spend their whole action they're just far enough away that they're not going to get to where they're actually attacking someone also it seems like some of them are still hanging back kind of like waiting for the perfect opportunity these death dogs already you can tell they're they're working with pack tactics. You know, they're very, very, they almost seem trained. Not like trained, like by someone, but they're working together and they know what they're doing. They're not just acting like crazy wild animals. One of them is going to rush forward. Oh, my goodness. I have not rolled above a seven for these guys. <laughs> and this is seriously killing me. It's that 10 at the beginning of the session. One of them comes, yeah, seriously, it's getting me right now. One of them jumps at the big one, but he just kind of swats him away with his hand. And then one more is going to charge at the biter guy and he hits okay finally all right he jumps onto him and he is going to bite down with both heads oh wow so both heads bite down onto the one that kind of ran up first for a total of somewhere around let's see what is that that that's eight damage all right i need to roll something here that's real good. Okay, nothing happens there. So that's the end of their turn, except for a couple more are now closed in, and they're kind of they've stopped and they're circling. Oh no. Okay, it is now God's turn.
0: Kill him, God, God, God! Get the get the dogs, get the dogs first, and and then we'll run away. Does God have any weapons on him? Uh,
2: a bow. Is, he he. There is a bow that was on the uh, the cart. The cart. Trying to think if he would have had it on him. I don't remember him using a bow. He was wielding a piece of wood on the boat. This is correct.
4: Yeah. Can I lend him a sword?
2: I have two. It's Guy's turn, and Guy Guy goes. "Uh, Somebody, quick! Throw me! Throw me a weapon. Anything. Get something. I'm gonna throw him a short sword. Okay, you toss him a short sword. Okay, you throw it. He's. You throw it. He catches it out of the air. Very deft, right. cool. Guy's got skills. You know what I'm saying. Guy's
0: gonna be the hero of this whole thing. <laughs> guy is the guy.
2: Guy's going to kind of rush forward, yelling, "Wow!" <laughs> to attack the closest one, and he he trips. He doesn't that one trip and hurt himself, but he trips on the way. He doesn't even get close. He he kind of eats and gets himself <laughs> up and kind of dusting himself <laughs> off. He he rolled too. So now it is Servants' turn. Servants, there. Are are 2 of these things right in front of you. No actually there's 3 of them. One of them has latched on to that one half work. Did not I roll higher than him. Where are you at? I was 11. I didn't write you down. You were 11. <laughs> he did. Oh, you should have been between Servants and guy. Guy had a 12. Oh.
0: Uh, that means it's his turn. It is his so turn. So what is
2: your turn? I'm sorry, I missed you, Jim. That's I'll okay, skip right over you.
3: So, I reach into my pocket and palm my orb. Of course. And I'm going to cast eldritch blast <laughs> nice
2: okay who are you blasting
3: i am blasting no one because i just rolled a terrible roll but i would have been blasting oh, a puppy dog a
2: dog what'd you roll i rolled a three with six is nine okay yeah that's not that's not enough you alan man you gotta start rolling better <laughs>
3: i've got you gotta
2: start rolling better <laughs> i
3: have five d20s and i've been trying different ones I got that initiative roll and that con save. Yeah, you are by far our weakest roller right now. I'm so bad. <laughs> so I hold up my orb and it just kind of sputters, and the eldritch blast shoots out in the wrong direction, misses. Yeah, <laughs> you
2: whiff. It goes flying off into the you know the wild the air. blue yonder. Anything else?
3: I'm just going to stay up here on the hill, keep my distance.
2: Okay, so now it is Cervance's turn.
0: Cervance looks deeply into his character sheet, thinking about the next (laughs) move to make. His head is rested on the pop filter as he decides what to do.
1: (laughs) I'm just wondering if Death Dogs happen to be fiends or undead. (laughs) Okay. Or if I would know that.
2: I mean, you wouldn't necessarily know that. You can roll for it. If you want, I'll let you do that on a bonus action if you wanted to.
1: I, I do want to do that.
2: Okay. Roll me. I mean, I guess it'd be like a nature check.
1: Okay, it's a 13 plus once a so 14.
2: I, I'm going to say that you know that it's not likely either of those. They don't seem to exhibit any of the properties of either. Of a fiend or what? Undead. No, neither of those.
1: Well, if that's the case, then I would just, as I usually do... Push forward with my pike into the nearest death dog.
2: Okay. Roll it. 17. That's a hit.
1: Nice. Get him. Boom, son. And let's say 6 plus 3, so 9 damage.
2: Okay. You rush up and stick your pike into the nearest death dog. He lets out a howl.
4: Dang, son. Get him, boy.
0: Hopefully it's a howl of death.
2: Loric's turn again.
0: Yeah, it's Loric's turn. Loric has been very focused on the idea of running. Okay. But he sees Sir Vance taking initiative and, and fighting the dogs. And he's going to uh, he's going to continue to fight with him. So one of the one of the half orcs is close to several dogs, right? The one that bit the dog, the one that Lorik hit first. Mm-hmm. There's
2: actually two of them side by side up there. The him and the really big one.
0: Yeah, Loric's gonna raise his golden wand. And focus right at the eyeball, the first one that he hit, probably the left head, and uh, he's going to cast Ice Knife. Okay, the Death Dog, right? At the Death Dog, yes. The one that's like, bit him? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. So that is a plus six to hit. Roll it. (sighs) Guys. Roll that one. Lork rolled a... uh... (laughs) That one? (laughs) It's it's a natural one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs>
3: see what he did there.
0: You die,
2: Lorik. Uh, <laughs> you cast
1: ice knife into your own face.
2: Lorik in is a little bit okay. For one thing, you're really tired. For another thing, you're freaked out. For another thing, you're really tired. And all those you things, f- as you fling this knife, you kind of lose your concentration on it because it's like summoned, right? Yep, like, you, saw, he, you, know, you cast he, it out he, of your he, wand, basically.
0: Yeah, there's a there's a knife above his wand, mm-hmm. and he flicks it towards the enemy. And once it gets there, it's supposed to explode mm-hmm. and deal yeah, damage yeah, to all to the enemies not.
2: around it. And what's the range on that explosion? It's a five foot radius. Five foot radius. Okay. Yep. Well, then it's just going to be you, because what happens is it comes out the end of your wand and immediately explodes. Ooh. So I need you to make me a dexterity save throw.
0: Guys, I got this. And he flicks his wand, and it immediately explodes in his face.
2: Yeah, roll me a deck save.
0: That is a, that looks like a 16 on the dice.
2: That's, I mean, that, that beats your spell save. It does. I'm still going to make you take half damage. Half damage? Okay. <laughs> that... So the
0: explosion is 2d6 cold. Uh-huh. Go ahead and roll that. Oh, gosh.
2: Uh-huh. I rolled 10 total. Oh, my gosh. Ooh. Okay, so you take five cold damage. So I'm going to take five. <laughs> you take five cold damage. Wow. From your own exploding
0: dagger. You see that, Kellen? That's what happens what whenever you you go with the rolls that you get.
4: <laughs> what a wizard. Oh, my God. Uh-huh.
2: So much easier. Got him. Okay. All right. So oh as, you're, as you're kind of ready to show yourself helpful and useful, you sling your wand. When you do, that thing just blows up in your face, and you're kind of rocked back by the explosion of your own dagger. Right after that happens, the orc in the front that bit the one that's currently got uh, one of the death dogs biting onto his shoulder, he's going to take his great axe and try and just cut it at the neck where it's latched onto him. And he hits him. Nice. Kill him. Kill him. Okay. He hits him for 14 damage. Oh, nice. Dang, bro. Then guess what he's going to do? Hopefully he kills him. He's going to bite him. He's going to bite that other one on the head, you know?
1: Oh this is one nasty dude And
2: he hits the neck It releases And then he grabs it And just tries to bite him Right where his axe Like dug into him And he <laughs> does He hits him Wow and Now, now you're gonna roll that bite damage.
1: Does he heal When he ingests them?
2: <laughs> Wouldn't that be cool? That would be pretty awesome Whoa Okay <laughs> mm-hmm. He actually does 16 damage what? With the bite This is ridiculous
3: That's some mean teeth That's insane
2: I don't want him to bite me He digs into the neck with his great axe, and when he does, it just cuts him real good. And that head is kind of flapping. Does that make sense? Like it's barely hanging on. And he reaches down and grabs its head and its shoulder and bites it the rest of the way off.
1: He bit his head off.
2: He's still got one head, but that one's dead.
4: (laughs)
1: He just bit his head off. That (laughs) is (laughs) Ozzy
4: Osbourne.
2: The dog's name. The big guy. Instead of attacking the same one that he did, because he feels like he's probably got it, the big guy's going to turn and swing his hammer at the one that he kind of swatted off with his hand previously. He whiffs, but then he kind of lets out a grunt and uses the momentum to spin around and swing at him again. And he double whiffs. He rolled a two twice. So. Dang. Dang. The other one has assessed his opponent and has found him very frightening. So he, that other death dog is hanging back, and dude just didn't get quite close enough to him. So the one with the arrows that have one rush at him and kind of parried with the short sword, he's going to draw a second short sword, and he is going to dash at him and try and make with the stabby stabs, okay? Stabby stab. Wow, he rolled really well on both of those. So he's going to double hit him with short swords. He's just going to kind of bring them both in and just stabby stab right into him. He didn't do a whole lot of damage, but he does a decent amount of damage. And then finally, the one with the sickle. He is going to step back in, try and hit his guy again. He misses. He's not very good with that sickle, apparently. But then he brings that shield back in, hits him in the face with it again for a little bit of damage. That's the end of their turn. Now it's Kellen's turn.
4: Come on, All Kellen. right. so Kellen just saw bite the head off another. <laughs> no, okay. no, no. He well, he was he was amazed by that. He's just I mean, totally he's flipping out about these half orcs. I mean, they're awesome to him. And uh he sees Sir Vance just charge at this one with his pike and stab stab it with his pike. And uh-huh. he, he gets this burst of just confidence. And so he takes Charlie, and he, he's going to put his longbow away. He's going to take Charlie, and he's going to have Charlie charge at this guy. And he's going to pull out his trident and try to stab him like Sir Vance stabbed him with his
2: pike. <laughs> okay, he's going to like use it like a lance on a horseback. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Do it. That's a 16 on the dice, plus 6. Uh, that's a hit.
4: Which one are you going for? The one that the big guy tried to hit. Okay. Or whatever, but he missed twice. Yeah, that guy. Okay. Okay, so it does 4 damage.
2: Woo! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs>
4: Try it to the face. I also, I want to let out a war cry. That'd be cool. Do it. It's like, ah! Uh... <laughs>
2: that was a pathetic <laughs> war cry. That was... Great war cry. <laughs> 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 that seems in line with your character. That seems right. Well, <laughs> Please like insert
0: it. the Wilhelm scream right there.
2: <laughs> so after you make the stabbies with that one, he's going to try and bite you. Oh
0: no! Okay. Oh,
2: boy. He rolled a two. I'm rolling nothing but twos. That's Here. great. I rolled oh, like 14 great. twos this turn. That's what you deserve. What I'm going to say with that one is you stab him in the one in the face, and his other head tried to bite you, but you kind of brushed past him. So the one that has one head left is going to try and turn and bite that other guy. Oh, in that 20 Ooh, mm, that's not good. Critalited, you know what I'm saying? Critalicious. Critalicious. Definitious. So that's a okay. 2d6. I rolled a 6 and a 5. Holy padookies. <laughs> so that's 11. Wow, this guy's taking a lot of damage. Kill him. He bites down on him when he does... Mm, the big guy staggers back and he actually goes down on his back while this and this other guy's kinda of like latched onto his shoulder. Oh man. And the big one is yelling out now. So oh, boy. The one that the big guy kind of swatted away is now kind of locked into combat with Kellen. One of the others that's been wounded quite a bit by the half works, he steps up, he whiffs with both his heads. The one that's kind of locked into combat with the short guy steps up. Oh man. One of his hits land. Wow, he does some minimum damage on the shortest of the others. So now we're down to nine of these guys. Five of them are currently actively in the fight. Four of them are, are still kind of circling around, and they're going to hold their turn.
0: Hmm. I, I mean, Lorik's not going to run just yet. He's he's going to hold his ground until at least the half-orcs are dead.
2: <laughs> uh. Well, Guy steps up and tries to stab at the one that's locked into combat with the short guy and he hits short sword what is that a d6 yep two damage chipping away Get he kind of steps guy. in jabs him and hops back
1: guy's a fencer
2: servants not
3: my turn it's Alan- It's Jim's turn oh I'm
2: sorry I, um, I've got it wrote Skip down here Jim I just, again I jotted I jotted what, what do you have against Jim I don't know
3: <laughs> Jim plays sometimes
2: alright Jim it is your turn
3: I am going to continue holding my orb except this time I'm going to raise it Kind of focus it a little bit, okay, so I'm doing this number where I'm holding it in front of me, but my other hand is kind of wafting over it, and you can see mm. sort of wafting. a I don't know if that's the right word, but it's it's hovering oh, over the surface of the orb, and you can sure. see sort of like a milky white substance in the middle of it that is like oh boy, spinning and churning like like what you would uh-huh. see inside like a glaze from like a cinnamon bone cinnamon roll, okay yeah, Cinnabon. and then it glows, yeah. Yeah, oh yeah. And then then I cast Eldritch Blast. (laughs) Here we go. (laughs) What'd you roll?
2: I rolled a 20, not natural. Oh, Oh, I'll I'll take that. I'll take that. Roll me some damage. Who are you attacking?
3: I am attacking one of the puppy dogs. Which one looks like it's posing the most danger? Isn't one of them currently like latched onto an orc?
2: Yeah, one of them's latched onto an orc and he only has one head. The other one's just spurting blood. Okay, I want to aim
3: right at his other head. Okay. Well, the base of the head, the neck, (laughs) if you will. Gotcha. Because I don't want to hurt Mr. Orc. Sure. Eight damage.
2: Okay. Are you aiming at the head that's attached or the one that's not, like the neck of the stump that's not No, the
3: one that's attached. I'm trying to break the head off. Which, granted, if it's like a tick, then the head can keep going. But anyway, I think it'd still be advantageous to get the the head off the guy. Get
1: the heck off the guy.
2: Yeah, so this one is currently, like, latched on to the half-orc that's on the ground. You know, since this is all in one round, we'll say that basically what happens is you're you're looking around and you see it jump onto him and bite him and kind of push him down onto the ground. He's yelling out. And when you do, you blast your Eldritch Blast and it hits him right in the head. And when it does, it kind of rocks him back and you hear a crack as his neck just kind of breaks. And now with no heads, he slumps to the ground dead.
3: I did it. Nice. Jim kind of looks excited, but then
2: mildly aghast. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right servants
1: After I just dashed in and well, I have mm-hmm. a reach, so I'm, I mean I'm not close to the dog, but I just dashed in and stabbed it. I'm mm-hmm. just gonna he just like push back off of it, and then whip the pike up and do an overhead thrust at it again with the pike.
2: I like it. Here we go. So you kind of like doing a feint and then an attack. Yeah. All right, have advantage.
1: Oh, thank the Lord.
2: Wow. What did you roll on the first <laughs> dice?
1: Do you want to know what the first dice was? <laughs> was? What it? was it? It was a one. <laughs> oh. Oh,
2: you're welcome. Good thing you I, said I liked, that. I like what you said, so I thought to give it to you.
4: <laughs> it's a two. Oh
2: Well, at least it's not a one. Oh, my okay. God. Really, at least it's not a one. He
0: rolls a one and then a two. Oh,
2: so what goodness. happens is you kind of faint like you're going to stab at the one head, and the one head like jerks completely, but the other one does not bite. And so when you go to use your advantage, the other one just jumps. They jump their whole body out of the way. You know, it's the advantage of having two heads.
0: Yeah. They're better than one. Dang it.
2: Yeah, that's unfortunate. Lorik. Lorik
0: is totally focused on helping Servants. Okay. Even with, with blood pouring from his face, he's going to level his wand that way, and he's going to try to cast Witch Bolt.
2: You're going to try and hit the one that he just stabbed at? That is correct. Witch Bolt!
3: Witch Bolt is it? uh huh Dun, 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 dun,
0: Let's roll. That's a twelve on the dice. That's an eighteen. It's a hit. Nice. And it is one d twelve, and it's a four.
2: All right, but you can maintain that going forward.
0: That is correct. So what happens is Lorik's eyes, like one of them, glows that blue color, and he uh, flicks his wand, and it's like mm. it's a lightning bolt. of catac- I mean, it's just blue energy. It, it gotcha. connects with with one of the heads of the dogs. And it stays there. like He's he's almost connected to it from one to dog.
2: That's awesome. Nice. He doesn't seem to like that very much. In fact, you get the feeling maybe he doesn't like that at all. That's the point. So at this point, the one orc that was on the ground getting bit at real bad, he is going to get up holding his shoulder, and he's going to kind of work it, and then he's going to turn around and just charge the closest one. He looks like he's losing a lot of blood, and he's pretty hurt, but he seems to be taking it in stride. And so he steps up to the one that's really close to him. He's going to swing at him with his great axe. He hits him. Yeah. Okay, and when he does, the one that he hits, he sinks the axe right in between their heads, and it goes limp and sinks onto the ground. Nice. Dead. (gasps) At that point, the big one, and, you know, reinvigorated by the fact that his buddy here seems to be doing better, is going to turn around and march toward the one that Kellen has locked into combat with, kind of patting his hammer as he does, he's going to try and bring his big ol' hammer down into its head. And he hits him. I'm rolling really bad on these D6s. He only does six damage. Only six. Dang, bro. So then the one that's over here, which is, I think the one, I'm not sure, that's the one that the short guys, that's the one that Guy went up and kind of stabbed a minute ago. When Guy went up and stabbed at him, he used his opportunity to kind of drop back, kind of like tuck and roll. He's going to loose an arrow at him. Aiming for the face and he crits. Whoa. Da, 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 Get him guy. Ooh, guy. Oh, no, not guys. The it was the little guy, not guy.
0: Oh, guys, the Come guy. Come on, you gotta stop saying guy. Yeah, you gotta stop saying
4: exactly. guy. Exactly. <laughs> guy, guy is a
2: guy. Stop just saying guy. Okay, sorry. The short orc is the one that did it. There we go. Yeah. Is I it. hope he dies. You hope he dies. Aww. That's not kind.
4: You never know. But they're so awesome. I hope That's, they all
1: die, honestly.
2: Wow. Okay. I hope I die. Wow. He crits with a longbow. Wow. He did some damage. He does 16 damage with an arrow to that one. And then he draws a second arrow, shoots him again. Also hits. Dang, son. Oh, snap, crackle, and pop. He quickly (laughs) just three arrows. One goes in each eye on one of the heads, and the other one hits it in the throat, and it slumps onto the ground with blood kind of coming out, and then it goes limp and dies. Yes. <sighs> yes, dies. Yes, 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 Four down, boys. Six to go. <laughs> You're almost <laughs> halfway there. Okay, so then the well, the one guy that's kind of been just doing nothing over there with his sickle, he runs up, and he is this time going to manage to hit with his sickle. Does a decent little amount of damage over there. And then he just kinda of brandishes his shield up and that's the end of his turn and it is now Kellen's turn.
4: All right. So Kellen just watched this gigantic orc bring a, a hammer down mm-hmm. and is just he's stunned. He's he's seriously it's just like star stargaze, or what is it? Mm-hmm. Starstruck. starstruck. There we go. He's stargazing. He's so stargazing. He's stargazing. In, he's stargazing. <laughs> in the middle yeah. of battle, Let he just looks
3: look at up the at the sky.
4: Is it daytime or nighttime? It's daytime. daytime. That's what I thought. He he's starstruck. But in his mind, he's going to try to have Charlie attack. All right, and then okay. he's going to try and claw attack him. So it's an 8 plus 4? Yeah, I would make it a 12. So roll me that damage. It's 2d4 plus 2. Ooh, rolled 7 plus 2. So
2: 9 Ooh. damage. 9 damage. On that claw attack. Claw his head off. Okay. Good hit. Now there is a gigantic... Orc next to you. He's the one that come up and hit him with a hammer. So you two are kind of like dancing off with this guy. He's going to try and hit each of you. He lunges at you, Kellen, and does a 20 hit your AC. Yes, I think it do. A non-natural 20. You take five piercing damage. Oh.
4: Dang. And
2: I need you to make me a constitution saving throw. Oh, man. Seriously? Yep.
4: Here we go. Wow.
2: Oh, no. What is it? Oh, no. Is That is a six plus my save. I don't think your save is a six. Yeah. Which means that you fail. Uh, You did it. You failed. You become poisoned. Oh, my gosh. What the heck? You have disadvantage on all attack rolls and ability checks. All right. man. Cool. So now... I'm poisoned. The other one is going to come up. He's going to try and bite Guy and the short half-orc. He hits the short half-orc. He hits Guy. Mm. Half-orc okay. takes 5 damage and Guy takes 7 damage Okay, the half-orc saves Guy saves Well, they both save Okay, that's good The other 4 death dogs that have kind of been hanging back They are now approaching One of them rushes at Jim from the side No Jim, how would you try and protect yourself From like an oncoming dog that's attacking you? I would
3: say Who's a good boy? Who's a good... B-? No I would turn towards the animal, Mm -hmm. put out my orb, and Mm -hmm. try to make it glow and look all frightening.
2: Try and scare him away?
3: Yeah, and also at the same time, back away ever so slowly.
2: Okay, roll me an intimidation check, because he rolled in that one. So you're going to get a reactionary. (laughs) I got a 17. Wow. Wow. I'll let him roll a save, and it was poor. So he becomes so scared when he sees your orb glow. It almost seems weird. His ears kind of tuck, kind of go down, and his tail tucks, and he turns and bolts away. Yeah. Running as fast as he can away from I like it. I like it a lot. Another one of them is going to come at Lorik. No. Oh, is your AC beat us 17? Oh, no, no, of course not. You take five damage, and I need a con save.
0: Constitution saving throw. Mm-hmm. Ooh, it's bad. The five on the dice, so. Oh, seven. Boy. oh boy.
2: You are poisoned. No, I'm not. Yes, you are. <laughs> You're poisoned. I tried. I tried really hard. Alright. The other two that are still around are still hanging back. And that's the end of their turn. It's now Guy's turn. Guy after being bitten by that one, stabby stabs at him. Oh boy. And when he does, the dog bites down on the short sword and yanks it out of his hand. Great. And slings it off behind him. And now Guy's weaponless with his net one. And it is Jim's turn. That is me. So, emboldened by the
3: thing that I just did with the puppy dog, Mm -hmm. I am going to... No, I'm not going to do that. I am going to do
2: an Eldritch Blast. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right. I I never would have guessed. A 19. That hits. Nice. I hit it. So, kill it, kill it, so, kill it. So
3: then after I do that, I roll a D10, and it does four hole damage.
2: Which one were you shooting at?
3: The one that I skirt away. I'm like, yeah, get out of here. You go out of here.
2: He takes four damage.
3: Yeah, he does. And, and
2: keeps running as far as he can away from me. I want
3: to say that I kind of pinged him in the rear, so that whenever he go, hits,
2: his, like, <laughs> Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Cervantes.
1: So, as soon as one is attacking Loric, immediately I'm going to protect him. So, I have my pike in my hand.
2: Uh-huh. How
1: close am I to him? Probably not very far, right?
2: Not far, like 20
1: feet. 20 feet. If I'm 20 feet, then I'm just going to run at it. Okay. And I have a spell slot left.
2: Okay, you want to use it? Yes, I do. What do you want to cast?
1: Divine Smite.
2: Oh, that's not actually yeah. a spell. That's your spell yeah, slot right. thing.
1: But I have to yeah. use spells a lot. Yes, you do. So, anyway, I'm just attacking with my pack first. Okay. It's uh 17, I believe, 12 on the dice.
2: That is a hit. Nice. Very nice. And so I need a D10. And it, it adds 2d8 to that, right? Yes, for a first little spell. So how does that look?
1: Well, as soon as... One of the death dogs turns and attacks Lorik. Kind of hear that going on behind me, I I guess, is where he is, sort of. Turn and take a running charge. You see the blue phoenix flames kind of glow. Yes. And whenever I stab into the dog with the pike, Mm -hmm. a radiant light just bursts into it. Almost like a light explosion. Okay, roll me the damage. I like it a lot. I got a seven on the d10. So that's a ten damage from that, and then two d8. That's nine.
2: So nineteen total. Yes. Okay. So when you stab your pike into him and it kind of pulses that light out, from him, all these holes of light start shining through his body, and he just puff, pops like a balloon. And it makes this really, like, eerie noise to the death dogs. Not to you. To you, it sounds totally normal. It's the sound no. of, like, your power radiating through this thing. But all of the death dogs on the field kind of turn and look and see it happening. And when they do, they all tuck tail and run.
1: Get out, know, boy. Uh, but, uh,
2: as the one is running away, the the big orc that is standing over there with him is going to swing at him with a hammer, taking an opportunity attack. And he hits him, so... He's going to just crush the one that they were fighting because he was pretty low already with a hammer, just killing him. But three of them were running away from you now. One of them already ran away. So they are booking as fast as they can across the drylands uh, away from you guys.
4: Sir
0: Vance, I'm, I'm bleeding. My leg, it, it bit me. Uh, the, the, the half orcs, what are we going to do? What do you mean what are we going to do? Oh, we the, just took out the biggest threat. <laughs> He Lorik pulls dogs out are running. both wands and he's like half looking around and he's got both wands leveled towards the nearest half orc, just seeing are they going to attack or, you know, what's
2: up. He is he is very confused and terrified. The short half orc is now walking toward the one the one with the great axe, the main one, the one that you cut with your dagger. The mm-hmm. big guy's walking toward him too. The other one is kind of standing over there holding his sickle and his shield and just eyeballing you guys. Um, yeah,
1: I mean, I'm going to be getting ready, too. But also, have I used my lay-on-hands pull any?
2: Um, yes. You I used th- ten of them on the horse.
1: Okay. That's right.
2: How about that memory?
1: How about that memory, boy? How about that memory? It's
2: <laughs> been like two months. No, I'm just kidding. I listened to it today.
1: As Lork's freaking out, I'm just going to put my hand on him and use those five... Uh, the lay-on-hands? Yeah. And okay. And I can... Use five hit points from that pool of healing to cure the target of one disease or neutralize one poison affecting it.
2: Oh, okay. So do you have to use five to do that? Yeah. Okay, you do that. You spend those five hit points, but instead of giving him five hit points, you are trying to target something, a poison or a disease that's inside of him. And, Lark, yes. you could feel this coldness creeping yeah. through your body.
0: That's why he's so freaked out.
2: And he steps up and he uses that on it, and when it does, you feel it almost burn away. But it doesn't hurt. It almost feels good. Like it warms. And you're it's gone. That feeling is completely gone.
1: Glork, you need to calm down and we need to prepare ourselves.
4: I'm 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 re- I'm ready to fight. I'm kinda just chilling over here. I've just saw all these dogs run away. I just kinda wanna look at the big dude. And I know I actually know Orc. Like the language? Yeah, I know the language. Okay. So I'm gonna say in Orcish. I just want to say, that was totally awesome what you just did there. That I mean, that was amazing.
2: You say that, and the three of them that are kind of standing over oh, there, huddled up together, they just turn to look at you and they kind of give you this almost half-confused, curious look. Not confused like they don't understand you, but kind of like Is this guy talking to us in Orcish.
4: Yeah, I know it's kind of weird for a gnome to know Orc. I know that's kind of awkward. Now that I think about it,
2: but you, you guys all see (laughs) Kellen over there speaking in a very ugly language to these guys.
0: Yeah. I don't like it at all. Lork would like keep glancing back and Mm. forth
4: between the two of them. But that, I mean, that was amazing. What y'all were all doing. Just uh, the guy with the bow, the guy with the sickle. I mean, that, that's just plain cool. You know, where did y'all learn how to do this stuff? And where where are y'all from? Are you
2: from the dry lands? The one that's kind of in the middle, holding his arm, that's you know kind of bloodied up. He looks a little worse for wear, a little pale. You're kind of off to the right side, approaching them from that way because that's where you were fighting. And Sir Vance and Lark kind of over here in the middle. He starts walking towards Sir Vance and Lark, and as he does, he hangs his great axe on his back.
0: Sir Vance.
2: The shortest of the of those three steps over your way, Kellen. That was pretty impressive, wasn't
4: it? Yeah, I know that. I mean, y'all guys are awesome. Y'all from the drylands, I'm assuming, or from maybe the surrounding forest, or. You're,
2: you're talking as you are. He's kind of eyeballing the guy that's walking toward Sir Vance and Loric, kind of like he might ought to pay attention, <laughs> you know.
4: Yeah.
1: What is your purpose here?
2: Am I to assume you're the leader here? Of course. That was some pretty Why impressive you... fighting you did there. I have to say.
0: I wouldn't. I wouldn't say you're the leader, but
2: be quiet, Loric. He kind of looks at you like, "Why are you talking?"
0: Oh man! I, oh, okay, I'm 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 sorry, Lorik. Be quiet.
2: My name oh. is Fang. Fang. I'm the leader of these hunters. That's right, Fang.
1: So you're hunters. Well, we're hunting.
2: That that's for sure. What's your name?
1: My name is Irrelevant.
2: Your name? Are we not civilized here? We can be. Absolutely. Here, he snaps his finger and waves his friends over. The one that's kind of sent over with the sickle and the. Shield, he's kind of looking at the ground, like kicking the dirt like he's frustrated. And he just he doesn't move. The other two guys start walking towards you all. Are you all over here now, Jim? Are you still back up on the hill?
3: Um, so I'm inspecting the dead puppies.
2: Okay. <laughs> Jim's just walking around looking at the dead dogs.
0: Lark do is use? staying <laughs> very close to Servance's back with both
2: wands
4: out. I'm
2: gonna start walking over there too. Okay. He says, My name is Fang. These are my friends, my men, and we're on a hunting exposition, you could say. This this here's Grip. And he points at the gigantic guy and the he just kinda grunts. And he says, This here's Thorn. Hello, nice to make your acquaintance. Oh my gosh. Paul,
0: first of all, thank you so much for the Lord of the Rings reference. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. I didn't catch on. Grip and Fanger from the Fellowship of the Ring. Oh. They're right. the they're the names of two dogs from Fellowship of the Ring. Oh. I didn't, I didn't
1: catch on to that one.
0: Thank you so much. Lore, you know what I'm saying? I'm, I mean, I'm smiling so hard right now. <laughs> Lore
2: goes, nice. <laughs> <laughs> that was a, probably the largest pack of death dogs I've ever seen in one place. You all were in some serious trouble.
1: Yeah, that that could have went a lot worse.
2: When he says death dog, he spits on the ground like just, just disgusted. You know what I mean? From the moment I heard those howls I decided we should probably do something about it, you know. I mean, that's not a mission, but uh well, I hate death dogs.
0: Me too. Servants, <laughs> you think you think they could lead us to, to the forest or should we get away from them? We know the way to the forest.
2: You all heading to Fallen Grove?
0: Yes,
1: we are. What for? That's not particularly your business. <gasps>
2: He kind of eyes you a little bit, <laughs> slaps you on the shoulder. Says, of course, it's not my business. Sorry, I, I, I'm a little bit out of sorts. I'm, I'm honestly not feeling so great right now. I'm not sure what was. You know, it's not good to get bitten by a death dog. In fact, did any of your friends here get bitten? I mean, I, I got. I bit. pop up beside him and say, "What happens?"
3: <laughs>
2: Just <laughs> there's Jim. <laughs> he kind of staggers back and he goes, "Um, look, have any of your men been bitten by these death dogs?" I got bit. How do you yeah. feel? Oh, hello, Gnome. It's nice to, nice to meet you. My name is Fang. What's your name? Hi, my name's Kellen. Might have assume that you're from uh, Fallen Grove. Yes,
4: I am. You look like a ranger. Yeah. Uh, I'm actually, I'm very... I've been through these parts a uh, few times. I usually I hide away from those deaf dogs, uh, so I don't really get a good look at them or anything.
2: So, I don't know much about them. The short one says... Or I guess you would know now his name is Thorn. He says, hey, that was pretty impressive what you tried to do with that trident there. It didn't work so well, but it was impressive anyways.
4: <laughs> yeah, uh, it's uh, it's uh, it's actually not my trident. Uh, I'm not very skilled with it. It's, oh, it's not it your was, trident. What do you uh, got if it's
2: not your trident? Can I see well,
4: it? Well, it's, it's a good friend of mine. How much would you think that's worth? Uh, she
2: she let me borrow it. So. Can, I, can I see it? Here, let me see it. Yeah, sure. And Fane goes, Thorn, please, leave the man's trident alone. We're trying to have an important no, conversation. No,
4: it's, it's alright.
2: It's all right. He uh, turns back to Servants. He says, Look, the fact of the matter is we usually don't get involved with strangers passing through the drylands. You asked if we we're from here. We are from the drylands, yes, we live north of here. But a few nights ago our our tribe was attacked by a group of orcs. Hmm. Oh goodness.
4: Wait, wait, you you all were
2: you were attacked by orcs? They're ruthless. He kinda looks at you and he's like, Yes. What looks do you mean? Are
0: foul creatures. I mean aren't you Oh, oh,
2: you mean because you're, we're half-hawks?
4: You're, you're, yeah. Wow. Wow, uh, Lorik. Again with this? Come on, man.
2: As you say this, the one that's standing over there with the sickle and the shield, he kind of walks forward looking angry. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, <laughs> sorry, I'm I sorry. I didn't, I didn't realize at first. Fain kind of holds a hand out at him like, "I, I calm yourself.
0: I, I was shocked when I first, first saw you. I didn't know that. I was
2: worried you were you were orcs and you were here to kill us and that those were your death dogs. I understand. Look, look, it's 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 an easy mistake to make if you've never spent much time around half orcs. But
0: um, oh yeah, fa- yeah. Well, but now that I know you're safe, we're try- we're trying to make it to Fallen Grove so we can save the tree. Hey. Hashtag Lord. save the tree. Oh, oh, my God. Yeah. What Surveillance? What? What is <laughs> look, this? less I talking? I don't
2: need to know what your business is. Like your captain here said, I don't. Have to know all. Oh, all he, I he's need to not, know. He's not my captain. He, I'm sorry, he, chieftain. He, whatever, whatever yeah. term you all use, where you're from. The fact of the matter is, beef shield. We are in a little bit of a hurry. We are trying to catch this group of orcs because they. He, when he says that, you see his eyes kind of cut over to the guy that hasn't spoken. That's kind of angry seeming. They took some of our people, slave. Oh, did they take them towards Fallen Grove? Well, that that is the direction we're heading northeast or northwest. Sorry. I get west and east confused sometimes. We're heading northwest, so technically, yes, toward the forest. Odds are that's probably where they're headed. There are a lot of orcs that come out of the forest from time to time. it's towards Fongrove, right? You guys can lead the way. When you say that, the guy with the sickle says, Fang! He just looks at him like, Hold your tongue, Slash. And there's just like this real tense moment for a second. And Slash kind of turns around, kicks dirt, and stomps off. And he turns to servants and he says, You all head northwest?
1: As a matter of fact, we are.
2: Well, see no reason we can't at least travel together for part of the way.
1: That could be beneficial.
2: Those death dogs that left, there's a chance they'll bring more back. We might ought to be moving. Can we carry one of these with us? Why? In the name of the gods, would you want to do something like that?
3: <laughs> I like to study creatures, and these are creatures that I've never seen before, except in
2: books.
0: He, he wants to fill up his Pokedex.
2: As you guys are saying that, you hear the sound of someone retching behind you.
3: Uh, who? Is that that you guy? Isn't?
2: Guy's over on the ground and he is puking this like really weird looking green stuff. Oh my
0: gosh! Oh, did guy he get got bit, Didn't he? Yeah, he you can bit. see
2: a very visible bloody bite mark on his arm. Frank oh, says, "I don't have any." It looks allowed. like maybe your friend there's not doing so well. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna walk
4: over to him and I'm gonna use cure wounds
2: on him. Okay, you use cure wounds, and it heals yeah. his wound, and he keeps puking.
4: Oh my gosh! Yeah, that didn't help. Um, uh,
1: what's the guy's name? The leader? Fang. Fang. That's the leader's name. Fang. Do you know anything about how to get rid of this?
2: We need to move. There's a chance we might could find some herbs to create some sort of thing to fix it. Something he can drink that'll make it better, but... You mean like an antitoxin? <clears throat> I'm actually going to need some of that myself, <laughs> I believe, so I might have a bit of that in my system, and as he says that now, you can kind of notice there's sweat like, visibly on his face. Technically, wouldn't I be dealing with the same thing? Didn't you succeed your constitution saving throw?
4: No, I did not. <laughs> oh, I thought you succeeded. Poison. No.
2: <laughs> okay, as you're saying that, you start puking. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy oh,
1: no. all right let's move if you know something we can do to get rid of this we need to do it now
2: well let's we need to go if you're if you're traveling with us let's go and he just takes off at a full sprint all
4: right well oh, man. go uh, charlie
2: go uh
0: just so maybe maybe guy could go with charlie and and yeah,
2: helen yeah come on paul on you're trying to like help guy up onto charlie's back and he's like I've already tried this. It can't hold both of us. Just shut up.
1: So I'll put we'll put Guy on Charlie, and we can carry Kellen because he's
2: smaller. Okay, so you like put Kellen on your shoulders, like piggyback? Yes. Give him like a Yoda ride.
4: I I just throw up a little bit on your
2: shoulder. Oh. <laughs>
4: and I'm trying to
3: examine Kellen. The vomit? Well, yes, but also Kellen.
4: Jim, leave okay. leave Jim, me alone. These are these are. Strange symptoms. I try to like weakly slap you to like get you to go <laughs> away. I've
3: never known a dog to be poisonous before. So what's in
2: the what's in the antidote that you have? Just some plants, and herbs, things we can find out here in the wilderness, perhaps for lucky.
3: I take my quill and say, "What exactly are these plants?"
2: <laughs> I oh, don't goodness. know. Look, let's just keep running. If we happen upon something, I'll show it to you. Right, right, Cheers. right.
3: We gotta, we gotta help him. I'll, I'll take note as we're helping him.
2: As he's running along, he turns. He turns to Thorne and says something in Orcish that you guys can't understand. Kellen could, but I he's can. currently too busy barfing to have any idea what anybody's saying. What?
4: Come on, <laughs> you are. And thrilled.
2: that's actually where we're going to end it with you guys running and barfing.
0: Oh man, great.
2: So this has been Make Believe Heroes. Thanks. For listening, we hope that you enjoyed this episode. In the meanwhile, if you'd like to help us out, be a pal. Go write us a five star review on iTunes, that helps us get attention on iTunes, rides to the charts, and it just helps us know that you actually love us. (laughs) It really does. If you have enjoyed what you've heard regarding the sound effects and things, many of those can be found on battlebards.com, some perhaps on tabletopaudio.com. If you like those, go to those websites, check them out. There'll be a link. In the show notes for that, and of course, you can always hit us up on Twitter at mbh podcast. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you next week.
1: Bye, bye,
3: bye.
4: <laughs> Blasphemy.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Jeffrey can't. He can't. I can't. <laughs> I'm moving all off. Leaving. I'm leaving it.